Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini. Uh, today, I've got another amazing guest. And in this episode, you will discover why small business owners should never write a book. The easy way to differentiate yourself that most small business owners miss. The number one myth about client conversion. And you will watch yours truly get exposed and coached by my dear friend, Michael DeLon. Welcome, Michael. Mustafa, thank you for having me. It is going to be an absolutely fantastic conversation. Good to have you. Great to see you. And I really look forward to our conversation. Gang, as usual, if you're watching or listening later, please make sure to like and subscribe to the show on whichever channel you are watching. If you have any questions, post them as a comment. Um, if you know anyone that could benefit from, uh, you know, taking their business to the next level without writing a book and establishing themselves as an expert, tag them. Uh, in a comment below or send them the link. So uh, this is going to be a very interesting conversation. Michael knows his stuff. He is a paperback expert. And so um, another thing I was going to share is that customer retention costs about six to 10 times less than new lead generation. Yep. Le new lead generation is very expensive. Now, I'm sharing with you the blueprint and the checklist to my program, Simple Retention Formula, where I share the step-by-step -step process on what you need to do to stay in touch with your customers, increase your retention rate, and keep your customers and get referrals. If that resonates with you, put the word retention as a comment, and we'll send you the link. Now, let me do the proper introduction to my friend, uh, Michael DeLon, and we're going to dive into, like I said, a very interesting conversation. Michael DeLon creates credibility. As the president of Paperback Back Expert, he helps business owners publish a book that positions them as the expert in their field. Business owners seek out Michael to clarify their brand strategy, make them best-selling authors, and set up their profitable podcast. They use his credibility marketing strategies to gain more clients, get more referrals, and grow their revenue. Welcome, Michael. Thank you so much. I am so excited. Let's have a great, uh, great chat today. I look forward to this. Uh, where about are you? I am in Little Rock, Arkansas, right kind of central south of the United States. And what's it like out there? What's the weather like? You know, it's kind of turning fall on us. Uh, summertime in Arkansas is hot and humid, but it is kind of taking a dive. And so mm -hmm. I went out this morning for a walk and it was probably 68 and just cool, crisp and beautiful. Yeah, that's what it's said. Well, we're, it's becoming very fally. Yes. Up in Calgary, Alberta as well. Like the, the some of the trees are turning yellow already. And yeah. uh, well, we're getting ready for Christmas. It's not that's too right. far. It's going to be here soon. So take <laughs> advantage of the weather. Do you guys have snow down there? You know, about um, every uh, every other year we'll get a snowstorm. It shuts the entire city down. We have one snowplow. And the good thing is right outside my house is a hill. So I've got sleds and winter gear. We go out and we just spend two or three days just sledding, enjoying it. Then it melts and we're back to work. Love it. Love it. So let's dive into it. Michael, tell us about you. What is uh, your story? Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Um, long story is I am a follower of Christ. I've been married 32 years. I've got four kids, two older sons who are biological, two daughters who are 14 and 11. They're adopted. We did foster care for about eight years, fostered about 25 kids, and uh, our two daughters came through that experience. Now, my wife and I got married in 90. 
first five years of our marriage were like this. Okay, she and I are complete opposites, and and even though she and I both grew up in church, nobody ever taught us how to be married. And so after five years of conflict, we went to a, a marriage conference by a, a Christian ministry called Family Life. And we sat in a ballroom for a weekend as they unpacked for us God's blueprints for marriage. I didn't know he had blueprints. And so we learned that weekend and we brought those back and we started applying those blueprints to our marriage and our marriage got better. Now, back in that time, early 90s, um, I was selling Christian radio in, a, in, in Indiana. And what I found is that Nobody wants to buy Christian radio. What is Christian radio? Well, it, it's uh, so you've got a radio station, right? Different formats. So you've got rock and roll. You've got country. This is Christian formatted radio. Okay. okay. So Christian songs. So I was the guy selling you advertising to reach my audience. Well, oh. I found out after two years, nobody wants to do that. They want to sell their products and services. So I was at a crossroads and I had to make a decision. I, I was either going to get really good at selling or I was going to get really good at marketing. So I chose marketing. I bought the books. I went to the seminars. I followed the gurus. And I learned how to do marketing for small business owners. So my business would grow at the radio station because my client's business would grow. All right. So, so now fast forward to about 2000. God led us out of that, that radio station to a startup.com that some friends of mine were starting. Back in the day when Amazon was just getting started. So I don't know if you remember, William Shatner was on the radio talking about the world's largest bookstore, right? Amazon. So our company was out. I was selling websites and banner advertising to hospitals and car dealers who didn't even have a website back then. Well, that company was ahead of its time. So Mustafa, that means it went bankrupt. And so I found myself standing in my, in my living room, looking up at the ceiling going, God, what am I supposed to do now? And he spoke to my heart. He says, Michael, I want you in a ministry to families, and I want you at Family Life down in Little Rock, where, where that ministry that changed our marriage, right? So we said, okay. We were missionaries. We raised our financial support. We moved from Indiana down to Little Rock, Arkansas. Joined this ministry. I thought I was in Nirvana, man. Why would I ever do anything else with my life than help other people with their marriages? So I climbed the corporate ladder. About six years later, I'm on the leadership team. Then they started going through corporate reorganizations. And after the third reorganizational chart was rolled out, my name was no longer on the leadership team. And oh. they, started, they started shuffling me around the ministry to do different jobs. And, and Mustafa, that began a two-year, what I call prison term, because I was in a job then that I hated at a ministry that I loved. It was emotionally exhausting. So after two years, I gave up. I said, God, I got to get out of this place. He says, what do you want to do? I said, I want to go help small business owners with marketing because they struggle with it. They hate it. I love it. And he said, go. So on January 1st of 2013, I escaped from prison. And I left the ministry. I started a marketing consulting firm in Little Rock. And I would call you. I'd say, Mustafa, I think I can help you grow your business. And you'd meet with me. We'd have a great conversation. And somewhere in that conversation, you'd say, now, Michael, what have you done in the last few years? Who have you helped? And I'd say, well, I've helped marriages and families at Family Life. And you'd say, way to go, Michael. That's so honorable. Oh, look, look at the time. I've got another meeting coming up, Michael. L let's reschedule and keep this conversation going. And you'd usher me out the door. I, I wasn't getting any clients, Mustafa. And so I knew I had to fix that. So I went to my church one day, paced the hallways on the second floor, looked up. I said, God, how do I help Mustafa? Because I know I can. And he, he 
gave me the idea to take all of my marketing strategies and put them in my book. So I published my book on marketing back in 2013. Then I would call you and say, Mustafa, I think I can help you with your marketing. I'd mail a copy of my book to you. A week later, I'd walk into your office for our meeting, and there it was. My book was on your desk, dog-eared, highlighted, underlined. You'd read my book. And in that meeting, you'd say, now, Michael, in your book, you said, how do you help me do that? And you'd hire me. And the next guy hired me. I started gaining clients, and I thought, okay, this is really cool. Now, let me ask you a question, Mustafa. Only trick question of the whole day. What changed between those two appointments the first time I met with you and the second time? Did, did my background in ministry change? Nope. Did my understanding of marketing change? Not a bit. The only thing that changed was how you thought of me. Mm -hmm. You got a copy of my book. I instantly became an expert in your mind. And when I walked in your office, you had pen in hand oh. ready to take down the solutions I was going to offer you. That changed my business and my life and planted the seed that today has grown to become paperback expert, where we help business owners and experts create a book without writing a word and then use it in their marketing to gain clients, get referrals and grow their revenue. Whew. That's my story, buddy. And I'm sticking to it. Love it. That's a great story. You. Right. <clears throat> so you said you escaped the prison of job and you started your own business did yeah. i get that right yep yep tell me about the fear that you had to overcome and yeah. how how did you step out of that prison with that you know the fear of you know of the uh, unknown. Of what, uh, yeah. unknown and losing my my steady paycheck and i've got a family to feed and i got a mortgage or rent and bills and the rest of it you name it, buddy. It's called faith, right? So as a missionary serving at that, at that um, organization called Family Life, they never they didn't pay us. We actually had supporters. People like you and your wife would send money to the organization every month. And we had about 100 people doing that on a monthly basis. That's how we got our money. So if you didn't send your money, I didn't eat. Okay? So that's how hmm. we live for a decade as missionaries. And so our whole... Our whole life is, is around faith and trusting God to provide, number one. So I was going, I was making a leap from 100 streams of revenue, because usually it's like $50, $25 or something, to one, me providing everything. There, That's what you're talking about. I think what happened is I was so um, emotionally exhausted from being in prison Knowing that I have so much more to, to give and to contribute to the world, I was being shackled. And so to break free was, was freedom. And I had to have the confidence in myself that I knew I could help people. And I knew some small business owners. I'd read a ton of Dan Kennedy. I've been to two or three conferences. Dude, I get marketing. My background's marketing for small business owners. Most small business owners, aren't they're not educated in marketing. They just do marketing because they have to. And when you look at what they do, they spend way too much money on stuff that doesn't work. But they don't know what else to do. And so I had my strategies and things. I'm like, I know I can make this work. So it was a lot of self-confidence, a lot of trust in God. And praise God, a lot of support from my wife who said, I'm behind you. And, and we obviously had a runway, right? If it didn't work within six or seven months, then I would have had to go get a J-O-B. 
but that's okay. I was willing to step out and give it my all and make make it work. And it's been it's been like a you ever play pinball, right? With with the whole pinball. You never play pinball. Oh, Not pinball. Thing, Come no. on, Mustafa, we gotta get you some pinball, dude. It's got that that's little right. ball, it's got that little ball that bounces around and it goes ding 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 ding. That's how my business has been. Right. It's yeah. been bouncing around, reinvent. I've reinvented my business probably no less than 12 times in a decade. Because you try something, it, it doesn't work well. You, you, you modify, you go something else. You modify, you go something else. That's okay. That's what business owners do. That's what entrepreneurs do. So it was a lot of fear and it was a lot of putting myself out, but it was a lot of belief in my background of marketing. What I believe to be true in marketing and, and how I carried myself in that, that really carried me through those, those first few months and years. You know, one thing I notice about the people that do missionary work is they become really good salespeople. And that that's like a skill of a lifetime. Yes. That, like, I think it, it, it helps them survive during the tough years and with the business because they know how to sell. They're not afraid of getting, you know, door slammed on their face right. and getting a few swears and this and that. So it's a it's a really good skill. Like there's n it's the highest form of sales that you could practice door to door knocking and doing missionary work. Well, it, it is. There, dude, it was the hardest, most challenging thing I've ever done is to raise, yeah. raise support for my own family to call you and say, Mustafa. Would you and your wife support me and my family for $50 a month, $100 a month? And they just wait for you, right? That, that's, I can sell things and ideas, but to sell me, you're right. That's hard. Hardest thing I ever did. That's a, sometimes, and I may be crazy. Sometimes I feel like going out there and getting a job and doing some door-to-door -door sales. Oh, yeah. Just to, you know refresh my sales techniques and because people are scared of cold calling like you gotta do a door knocking and see oh, dude. <laughs> what that's like right there yeah yeah <laughs> like speaking of like you know how uh, um i think it's brian tracy that talks about eating the frog yes he has that book right he's yeah, like yeah, i think it was him there's nothing worse than getting like a door slammed on your face yeah <laughs> and that's right once you get okay with that everything else is just easy peasy no big deal. You probably you could probably sit down and make cold calls all day and not even worry about it. It's it's funny. So here here's here's my little secret there. When I was raising support, it took us about two years to raise all of our financial support that we needed for our family. Okay, I, I converted a bedroom in our house as my office, and every morning I would walk into my office and I would dial for dollars because I was trying to get appointments right, and it got that phone got really heavy right mentally because it was like oh. And I finally made a deal with God. Here was my deal. I said, God, okay, my job is to pick up the phone and dial the phone number. Your job, God, is to get me a person, a busy signal, or an answer machine. Don't care. My, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to pick up the phone. I dialed the phone. Check this out. Over two years of raising support, I dialed the phone 10,000 times in order to raise enough support, to get enough appointments, to raise enough support to get us down to the ministry. We had to track every call I made. It was amazing. But I had to make that deal with God so that I wouldn't procrastinate not picking up the phone. Because I can come up with all kinds of reasons not to call. Yeah. Oh, there's a fly in the room. Oh, there's a <laughs> yeah. anything. So anyway. Did you ever have like days where you were like, 
I, I just don't want to do this anymore. This is really tough. And Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and we actually had a support coach down in Little Rock. So I was in Indiana. I had a coach in Little Rock that I talked to every week who had been through the same process. And they're like, I know, Michael, it'll get you'll get there. Be faithful. Make the calls. Trust God. Make the calls. <sighs> yeah. Oh, no, dude, there are days. So it was like the faith and the trusting, trusting God that kind of. Oh, totally. Oh, a hundred percent. Pull truth through and a hundred percent, and having a plan, knowing I need to pick up the phone, I need to dial that phone fifty times today. Hey, so you were making these calls to get uh, supporters to support support your missionary work. Yep. Well, I was and, you know, I was making the calls to get to make an appointment. So I would call you. Hey, hey, Mustafa. So good to meet you at BNI last week. I tell you what. I'm meeting with people and sharing what I'm doing from a missionary standpoint to build marriages and families. And I would love to meet with you, share it with you, and see if you and your wife would be in a position to support us financially. Could we meet next Thursday? That was pretty much the phone call. Wow. And you would say yes or no. Most of the time you said yes because I'm a good guy and nobody likes to say no. And then I would go meet with you and do my dog and pony show. And, and I would do that over and over and over and over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. You've got a very interesting story. So what do you do these days and, and who do you serve? What do I do and who do I serve? My, my core business is a paperback expert. We help business owners, thought leaders, and experts create a book without writing a word, make them an Amazon bestselling author, create a podcast for them, and then we teach them our credibility marketing systems so that they can use their book, their authority, to gain the attention of their ideal clients, to convert them into appointments, and to get more referrals from their happy, satisfied clients and centers of influence. That's what we do. And we work with business owners really across the United States, some in Canada, starting to get outside of even that. Because what we do is you don't write your book. And we're, we're going to get into that of why you should never write a book. But you don't write your book with us. You actually are interviewed by one of our, our, our writers. But we'll talk about that when it comes. Sure. Let's let's just get into it right now. Why do you see that say that people should never write a book? Because the perception usually out there is like you gotta like take two or three years or maybe even more and like get in the right place with the right mindset, set the candle up, yep. pray and meditate and get in the zone and and even like 10 take like 10, 15 years to become the top expert on the planet, and maybe then you or someone else will give you a lead that, you know, uh, you, you, you have permission to write a book and call yourself an expert. I think I'm, I'm close, right? Close. I, I was spicing this up, but yeah, uh, that, that, that's the notion out there. Well, how do you do it? And what, what, how do we address some of the stuff that I just mentioned? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so first of all, why do I say never write a book? Because to, to open up your computer and sit in front of a blank screen, which is usually what people do, mm -hmm. it is just, it's not, go, the, 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 it's not going to come out. Your thoughts are not going to come out very well, number one. Number two, you're going to start typing, and you're going to say, oh, no, that's, that's not how I want to say it. Backspace, 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 type, type. Oh, no, that's not. Backspace. It's called self-editing. It will take yeah. you forever. Yeah. So what we tell you to do is instead of that, all right, Mustafa, you're an expert, in business and follow-up systems, right? You've been doing it. So I would say open up like Google Docs or Microsoft Word. Doesn't matter. Build a really fast outline. What are, what are the 10 
things that business owners need to understand about follow-up. And just one, two, three, four, there's 10. There's 10 chapters of your book. Under each one of those, put a few bullet points of stories of people you've helped or things you want to talk about. And then, now you've got an outline. Now, hit the dictate function of Microsoft Word or Google Docs and start speaking based on that outline. And it's going to transcribe your words into the document. Hit save often. Now you've got all of your thoughts out onto a document and you're probably 70% done with your book. Now you can go back and kind of do some editing or hire somebody to do the editing, right? Speak to write is the faster way to do it, number one. Number two, when you sit down and start typing versus when you're speaking, you're using different parts of your brain and you sound differently. Yeah. I want you to sound in your book like you do on your podcast, like you do mm -hmm. in videos, like you do when I'm talking with you. We capture that in your book because your book is published in your voice. So it's easier, it's faster, and it sounds like you when you speak to write your book. Yeah, and it's easier to read and connect with as oh, well. Oh, without question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like books that are conversational yeah. Yeah. and – and it's like, you know, re the regular day-to-day -day <clears throat> conversation that I, I don't have to, like, pick up a diction. Honestly, I'm oh. reading a book these days. Dude. Almost every page, I have to look at the dictionary and see what this guy, what is this word? Yeah, like. don't, yeah, bad idea. Yeah. When you yeah. write a book, it needs to be probably at about a third or fourth grade level. Yeah. Zig Ziglar, I said seventh, I think is coming down from there. Because you're not doing it to impress people. Yeah, you're doing it to communicate and to reach their heart, so they're going, "Oh, I like this person." Oh, yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it, it's a yeah, it's a tremendous business tool. I call it passing the five year old test. Like, like, and the test is if a five year old doesn't understand it, yeah, chances are a lot of people out there don't understand it. So that's right. Like and, you said, and, and a book is not the place to show off your brilliance. That comes when you're face-to-face. -face. Go as deep as you want face-to-face. -face. I love your five-year-old test. That's great. Yeah, it's a similar idea. Just different, different. Yeah. What we call, we call it different things. Um, interesting. Interesting. So you talk about building a marketing system. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So... Michael Gerber wrote the E-Myth years ago. Yeah. And a lot of people have read it, but very few people implement it. And one of my pet peeves right now, Mustafa, is everything on the internet is talking about helping you scale your business. You want to scale your business to a six, seven, eight-figure business? Come take my course. I assure you nobody's going to scale your business if you don't have systems in your business. 100%. Okay? And most business owners don't have systems. So what we do and how we've built our business is one system at a time. We build a system, we codify it, and then we build a second system that integrates with that usually. Then we build a third system. So think of a stack of pancakes. These are called stackables. Every system stacks on top of the other. So pretty soon, I mean, my son, who Caleb, who runs the business with me, he told me the other day we have about 67 systems running in our business. Yeah. And 20 to 30 of those are marketing related systems. The others are operational systems. But you know what? They're all codified. They're in a place so that if I get hit by a truck or he gets hit by a truck, 
somebody else can come in and run the business. So what we've done in the marketing world for our clients is we've taken the systems that we use in our business, codified them in a step-by-step -step manner, put them into a PDF with video-assisted assisted training, and then when your book is ready to be published, we create with our client a credibility marketing game plan. We say, Mustafa, what are you trying to make happen? What, what, what are the assets in marketing you're currently doing? And then we're going to go get a few of our playbooks, our marketing playbooks, and we're going to say, great, take these playbooks, follow them, implement them in your business, and they're going to coincide with what you're already doing to bring your, your marketing to a new level because now you're a credible expert because you're an Amazon best-selling author. And this system will run every time because it's a system. It might need some tweaking from me once in a while, but it's a system that runs every single time. I've got a system around so many things like podcast interview host, right? There's a system oh, yeah. that's going to happen when we're done here, Mustafa, okay? I was interviewed earlier today. Guess what? The system happened. It happens every time I'm interviewed. And what it does is it separates me probably from every other guest you have because nobody else does what I do. That's credibility marketing because I'm trying to reach your heart. I want to be the first person you think of and the one you feel the best about when somebody mentions to you, think about writing a book. I want my name to pop into your brain and you say, you need to talk to Michael. Go to Paperback Expert, check him out, book an appointment because Michael's the best. That's what I want. And all of my marketing is built around that philosophy. Love it. I, I am a systems guy too. And, and it, it, it just saves you a lot of headache, saves you, uh, it prevents a lot of thinking. For example, every time I send an email and I create a message, I save it and turn it into a template. Yes. So that next time that I want to send a similar message, I just honestly just copy paste and edit and modify. And I can share it with my team. Be like, hey, guys, here's a library of templates for all the emails and messages that you yeah. can use. Absolutely. And then everything that I do, I try to, I call it stepwise the, the process. The step-by-step -step what happens. Oh, yeah. And then... So again, like same thing, you could pass it on to your team. And if I die and something happens, then. Yeah. So in, in business, and I learned this from one of my coaches, right? You need systems and then people and then resources. You build the system first, then you hire somebody to run that system. And then your business grows and then you've got resources, money or other things to resource your people, right? So many people get that backwards. And it's like, no, 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 build the system that somebody can run and then let them run it and let them make it even better than what you can. But it, you said something really good. It's like, so that you don't have to do it. As entrepreneurs, I mean, we have limited time and ability. I'm only good, Mustafa, I'm only good at four things in life. Okay, I figured this out finally. Outside of these four areas, I am mediocre at <clears throat> best. Mm -hmm. But in these four areas, I'm wicked good. So- what we've done in our business with my son, Caleb, is he's built systems and taken a bunch of stuff off of me that I was doing. He does them a lot better than me so that I can focus on what I'm great at. And what's happened is our business continues to grow because I'm, I'm in my area of excellence all the time.
Hmm. That's what's causing our business to grow, but it didn't happen until we started building systems. So we just take that systems approach to business and apply it to marketing and give our systems to our clients and teach them how to implement those systems. It becomes life-changing for them. Love it. Um, love it. Uh, it's like you're speaking my language. Like <laughs> we could talk about this for hours. Oh, yeah. So speaking of systems, what does the process of creating a book and releasing it and becoming a best-selling author look like? So you start by recording it and then what happens? Yeah, close. So we back up a little bit. Let's say, let's say today you, you, you tell me, Michael, I want to be a best-selling author. Let's go. First thing we're going to do is spend about a month clarifying your message, helping you come up with a crystal clear message that's unique to you and compelling to your audience. Here's what, here's what I know, Mustafa. It is more important what you say than where you say it. It's more important what you say than where you say it? Yes. What do you mean by that? I can take a bland message to every me media channel out there. TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, doesn't matter. And it's not going to get anything because it's bland. Mustafa, I'm a financial advisor. I'm a registered IRA C52-L. I went to... Who cares? Yeah. But if I can say, Mustafa, I can... Um, here, here's, here's a good one. How about this? Home inspecting, right? How much more bland does it get than a home inspector? Somebody, when you buy a house, they come in, they look at your house, if anything's wrong with it, right? <clears throat> that's pretty bland. That's a, that's a pretty commodity. They're, they're important people. They're great people. It's just pretty commodity, right? Who cares? We had a guy come to us who was a home inspector. Bland message. I said, all right, Chris, tell me, what's your back? What do you do for fun? He's like, oh, well, nights and weekends, I'm a high school football referee. Man, he lit up. He started telling me about all this stuff and how refereeing football ties into what he does with home inspection because there are rules and there are flags and there's all kinds. Of... I said, dude, this is it. So we took him and moved him from being a home inspector. We published his book. It's the official guide to home inspections. And we made him Chris Perry, America home inspection referee. Now he has a unique message that's unique to him. His competitors can't do this because they're not high school football referees. When he goes into realtors' offices to talk to them and get, get business from them, he's wearing his football outfit. When he's, in, and when he's doing your home and looking at your home and he finds a problem, he puts a yellow flag on it because he's a referee, okay? That's what I mean by taking a story and getting that clear message. That's the first thing we're going to do, okay? So once we have your clear message, then we move into the book creation process. That's where we get one of our writers who interviews you through conversation. We build the outline for your book. They guide you through the whole process because, Mustafa, you're, you're an expert at what you do. You can talk about what you do all day long. We just structure a conversation to get all the content from you, and then our writer massages your words into your book. And then we create a, a stunning cover like we did for Chris, right, that just pops. Then we promote our promotions team makes you an Amazon best-selling author guaranteed. We've got the entire marketing engine to make that happen. 
And we do that for credibility purposes because when somebody hears that Mustafa is an Amazon best-selling author, <clears throat> stops them in their tracks. They lean in and say, tell me more. Other people must be listening to him. Other people must be buying his book. I should read his book. Yeah, you Love should. It. If you don't have a podcast, we create a podcast for you. We mm -hmm. interview you on every chapter of your book because experts get interviewed. We, we syndicate that podcast. We give you the video of the podcast to put on your website, on YouTube, on LinkedIn as a marketing tool. Then the last step is where we create your credibility game plan, where we teach you our marketing systems and we bring to the table the marketing systems that are going to work for you based on what you're trying to make happen and what other marketing you're currently doing. That whole process takes about a year. So we're with you that whole time to get you a crystal clear message that's unique to you, that's compelling to your audience, create your book without writing a word, make you an Amazon best-selling author, create your podcast, and teach you how to market yourself now. That's what we do. Love it. Love it. Love the process. Could we have a little coaching moment here? Can I get exposed a little? Absolutely. So I feel like... I feel like that first step is probably the most important step of all the, the message piece. Absolutely. Like once that's figured out, everything else becomes so much easier. Yes. Can we work on my message a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what do you need to know? How do we do this? Well, for, first of all, uh, let, let's, let's pretend we're getting ready to start your book, right? You come to me, you want to, you want to create a book. I want to say, okay, who's the book for? Who's your audience? Generally. The book is for... Established business owners who do between half a million to $5 million in sales. Okay. They have a proven high ticket offer north of 5K. Okay. They have a team of uh, between five to 50 people. Okay. Um, live in US, family people. They have kids. They are married. Um, uh, and are they, are they, um, uh, do they have a brick and mortar business or are they coaches or can it be in? doesn't matter. Mostly service service businesses. Okay. All right. Uh, let's, let's say uh, my uh, ideal client is a coach. Okay. Awesome. Coach or consultant. Awesome. Okay. Now let's, let's shift. Okay. What is it that you do? You know how uh, businesses go out there, spend a lot of time and money to find leads. Mm-hmm. They get the leads and they do nothing with the leads. Yes. And they leave a lot of money on the table. Yeah. Because they don't follow up. Yeah. We fix the follow-up problem for them. Okay. And in ballpark, how do you do that? Automation or, I mean, what, what are you doing? To no, we actually pick up the phone and call those people, have a very friendly human conversation with them to see where they're at. And what we could do for them, qualify them and work on booking an appointment with our sales team or the coaches mm -hmm. and getting referrals from them, basically. Awesome. Okay. Now, here's where the fun comes up. Tell me a bit about your background. What? Why do you do what you do? Where'd you, where did you grow up, by the way? Did you Have you always been in Canada? Calgary, yeah. You, you grew up in Calgary. Well, okay. I, grew up, uh, I grew up in Tehran, Iran, and Canada. Both. So I, I grew up most of my life in Canada, but I was born in Tehran, Iran. Okay. Went to school here in Calgary. You want to know the story of how I got here to this? I do. Okay. So came to Calgary, went to school, got uh, got my marketing degree and 
and uh, the business degree, started a marketing agency, and we need A to Z marketing. Now, the story is that every time I ran out of cash, customers, appointments, and referrals or whatnot, or I had a deadline to make payments, I would pull my hair out for a few days, and then I would come to my senses because I learned from Kennedy about the power of retention and follow-ups. And then I would pick up the phone, make a round of calls to my list. And on the day of or shortly after, I would get cash appointments, referrals, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Then I started sharing this process in my course, Simple Marketing Formula, telling people that, people, here's the script. Here's the process. Call your list. You're going to see cash today. Nobody would do it. And then I'm like, huh, but these are your people. This is the script. Turns out people hate to pick up the phone. Yeah. And so then later on, we're like, what if we do it for you and we manage to calling your list for you? Who wants that? They're like, yep, sign me up. Mm-hmm. So that's the story behind. And so over the years, retention and follow-up have been, has been our most profitable, highest converting marketing activity, period. And so that's the story. And now we have a team that does the follow-ups. And we specialize in follow-ups. Awesome. Tell me about your family. Your, your immediate Married, family. Two yeah. boys. One is two and a half, almost three. One is almost seven. Being two seven. boys. Okay. Very active. We're huge outdoors fans. Spend a lot of times in mountains, hiking, biking, skiing, barbecue, you name it. Okay. And um, why? You could live... Anywhere in the world. Why do you still live in Calgary? Well, we came to Calgary. I went to school here and I settled. I started my family here. It's a beautiful place. We love the mountains. uh, Love the people. um, Have a lot of great friends here. It's affordable, doable. So. Okay. And you said in there somewhere that you've got a formula, a marketing, a simple marketing formula. Yes. What you, simple what marketing say? formula. And now six simple marketing formula turned into six different, six subset of formulas. One of them was simple retention formula, simple uh, lead gen formula, simple conversion formula. I have a lot of simple formulas. I like I'm a huge simple fan. So, so one of I'm my eighty twenty fan. <laughs> yep. One one of my things that I use in all my my mastermind groups and things that I teach is Kiss K I S S. Keep it super simple. Yep. And and that's really we are we like to make things very complex. Okay. So what's the transformation that your clients receive? Somebody comes to you and they hire you to do your do your thing. What's a, a year later, let's say, or whenever? What's their like? What What's success look like to your clients? What are you giving them? What What's the result that they're getting? What's that? Yeah. So we get them appointments. We get them referrals. Uh, they get to build their brand. They get to increase their profits because customer retention or referrals are a lot more po- profitable than new lead gen. They get to increase the average lifetime lifetime value of their customers because customer retention rate goes up and the keep their customers and as a result of that they create more recurring revenue uh happy customers 
refer and stick around. Mm -hmm. And so the big the business becomes healthier and they stop leaving money on the table. It's like they're sitting on a vault of cash with their list that they're usually doing nothing with and it's sitting in collecting dust. We come in and it's a done for your service where we pick up the phone because we love picking up the phone. They hate it. And we make the calls on their behalf and we make all of that happen. So, so you have a process where you can deliver cash, cu customers, cash, and a constant flow of revenue or a constant flow of, of referrals. Yeah. Right. That, that's what you do. You, you just, if I understood you, I'm going to get more customers because you're following up with them. I'm going to get more appointments. Those customers are going to turn into more cash for my business, which is going to make me a healthier business and everything, and get me a constant flow of referrals because you have a process, you have a simple marketing system that does that for me. Yeah. Right? So, so turnkey system where we come in, they barely do anything except for an hour of us interviewing them to understand the offer. Mm -hmm. And then we create the scripts, we clean up the list. We start dialing and start booking appointments and referrals into their systems. That's amazing. Okay. So really, you're, you're, you, most of your customers or prospects who are coming to you, as I'm thinking, they, they are looking for more appointments mm -hmm. in their head because they think that they can close those. If, if I just had more appointments, Mustafa, I, I'd be, if, I had more, if I had more quality leads or appointments, yep. I would be closing more people. Yep. And what you're saying is, great, we're going to find those for you in the back end. Yeah. You're, you're not a lead generation company. No. You're, you're a back end. You've, got a, you've built a list of people over the last five years in your business. We're going to nurture, engage that list of people. And from that list of people, we're going to get you more customers, more cash, and a constant flow of referrals. Absolutely. And it's all done for you. Absolutely. That, yeah, that's where we would start landing on your message. Okay. Because that's really what the business owner is wanting. Okay. I don't, I, I honestly, really, and, and I've learned this in my business, they care less about all the systems and all that stuff. What do I want? I want more customers. I want more cash. And I want a constant flow of, of revenue, of, of referrals. I don't want to do it because I don't have time for all of that. What I want is to go, sailboating with my family. I want to go watch mm -hmm. my kids. I yep. want to look at my bank account and know that on the first day of the month, I've already got money in the bank because I've got a, a flow of, I've got a system that produces customers and cash and referrals every day. Every, I've got a system that does that. My system is called Mustafa, right? Yep. So we speak to that. So I would say um, the the title or subtitle of your book of your of your message and it takes a little bit longer than a few minutes but how to get more customers cash and a constant flow of referrals without lifting a finger because the client isn't doing it you are doing it yeah how to okay here you go here you go how to Dan Kennedy classic right how to Fill your calendar with more customers, cash, and a constant flow of referrals without lifting a finger. Love it. 
I I had without picking up the phone. Oh, without oh, that's even better. Without picking up the phone. There you go. And that's just one idea because you I mean there's so much more there. But right off the bat, that what we want to do is, is say, okay, now why why is that unique to you? Obviously, you're done for you service, right? Um, you've done this in your life, so you know the systems work, you've built systems, and now you have a team where you just you become the the fractional profit center of this company because you're going to work in the in the back end you're going to work in the most profit you know who you remind me of jay abraham are you familiar with jay abraham he wrote a book hang on hang on i'll be right back he wrote a book called getting everything you can out of all you've got yep this book is probably 30 years old i try to read it once a year because he does exactly what you just do he comes in and he partners with the company and he goes into the database and he he resurrects a dormant database and he makes millions of dollars for companies and then he shares in the revenue because the company either isn't smart enough to do it, they don't have the systems to do it, or they just flat don't want to do it. That's what you do. And in doing that, you're going to help that business owner achieve that goal of filling this calendar with more customers' cash and a constant flow of referrals without picking up the phone. Love That's it. a message that resonates with your audience. It's unique to you, and it's clear and compelling. Now, Let's take that and create a book around that so every chapter dives into one of those aspects. And you unpack your six simple marketing systems. There are six chapters. We've got an opening chapter of you and your story. That's seven chapters. And we've got an ending. There's eight chapters. Your book is, is now outlined, Mustafa. Now we just have to hook you up with the writer and get the content out of your head into print and make you an Amazon best-selling author. Whew. See how easy that is? I... Look, I'm a huge fan of yours. You, you know what I've done? I've already spoken the book. That's great. It's uh, it's already almost ready for release. So that's great. Like I cut like exactly like you say. Ask me to write a couple of pages. Yeah. I will rather die. Yes. Ask me to speak a hundred pages of a book. I'll do it in two hours. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is incredible. You know, yeah. It's so much easier to, and especially if like somebody's interviewing you, like your process. Yeah. Right. Like what I'm doing to you right now, this could probably turn into a book. Absolutely. Right. Um, so you guys, you, you've got a great system and I absolutely love it. I, I wouldn't do it any other way. Thank you. So thank you. That message was very powerful and uh, I'm going to test it. I'm going to split test that. Uh, on, on with my network and see what that does. So, yeah, gang, awesome. if you're watching or listening, that was our Mustafa exposed and coached moment. And Michael did a beyond amazing job with that. Thank you, brother. thank you, Michael. That was lots of fun. That was fun. Um, Mark, Michael, what's the story behind this coffee bean thing that you talk about? Yeah, well, the coffee, you know, I love coffee, Mustafa. I drink it every day. Yeah. Um, if you if you had a bag of coffee beans and you open them and pour them out on the table in front of you. The coffee beans, they look the same and they smell the same. Yeah. In business, if you look like and sound like all of your competitors, you're not giving your audience a reason to lean in and choose you. You're a coffee bean.
Okay. Just like my, um, my home inspector guy, he was a coffee bean until we discovered his unique message of being a football referee. Now he's America's home inspection referee. He's unique. Now, everybody, just what we did with you, we just went through a process to discover some things that were unique about you. And we created a message that's crystal clear and different, unique. Everybody listening has that inside of them. Take a friend to, to, to a coffee shop, hit the record button on your computer and have them ask you the questions I asked Mustafa. Record it all, listen to it, and a theme is going to pop out that becomes your clear message that's going to make you not a coffee bean. It's going to make you unique because, Mustafa, people are going to buy you more than what you do for them. I've got to like you. I've got to know. I've got to trust you. And that's mm. why telling your story is so important. I love the story of, of where you were born, of why do you live where you live? You're a family man. You're an outdoors guy. That helps me start connecting with you. I like you. Okay, let's talk about what you do. But you know, buddy, if I don't like you, I'm not going to have the second conversation with you. 100%. 100%. Michael, just uh, would you do you usually print the books? Do you do a digital version uh, once you have it? Well, how do you go about that? We do both. So we're going to print, we're going to publish it on Amazon and Kindle. Uh huh. And we're going to create a PDF, what I call magnet. So you can put it on your website to drive people to your website to download a free copy of my book so that you get them in your funnel so that you can nurture and market to them. But you definitely want physical copies because I, Mustafa, you don't tell me the right. Don't tell me the number because you probably don't know. How many ebooks do you have on your computer right now? And, and how easy is it to find all of them, right? Well, we get them all the time in their PDFs. No, no, no. This is a high bar. And yeah. when you mail this to somebody, it makes an impact, especially... When you mail it in a nice box that says, hey, elevate your credibility, you open the box up. It says, create a book without writing a word. It has a handwritten thank you. It's got my, my print newsletter with my family on it. And then it's got a copy of my book. You get this in the mail, it makes a difference. It makes an impact. It's memorable. Oh, yeah. You go back to Dan Kinney. This is his shock and awe package, right? Yeah, I call it a welcome and wow kit. I want 100%. to welcome you. So... And guess what? You could follow up on that all day long. All day long. Hey, did you get that big blue box in the mail or did the yeah. postman lose it? Yeah. Oh, no, man. I got it. It was great. Yeah. It's an experience, right? Absolutely. Oh. And you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have like a fear of following up or a fear of bothering them and whatnot. You just call me like, did you get my book? Did you get that yeah. package? Did you like right. it? Blah, oh, blah, totally. blah, blah. Yeah. Have you read it yet? No. Hey, make sure you read chapter three. 100%. Because it's really, really important. Based on what you told me in that first conversation, chapter three is your chapter. I'll call you in a couple, three days. Oh, yeah. Nobody does that, right? Absolutely. So, oh, boy. so, so many things. But yeah, physical books. You're not going to get rich selling your book on Amazon. Okay, get that Michael, out of your mind. Dude, we got to partner up. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> because this is crazy. That's it. It's like, this is a great... Hey, now... Do you get a lot of people that do this, print it, send it, and don't follow up on that? Oh, totally. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have a chat offline. <laughs> I've got, I've got, so, you know, no, here, I've got one financial advisor. He has mailed out about 1,100 books yeah. over about a six-year period of time, okay? He's converted 300 into clients. He's made a fortune. But what about the 600 or 700 that haven't? Yeah. That's where he could probably get you. What if he yeah. converted a few more? Another, yeah. Another 10% so, yeah, no, no, no. of that. That would be 60 more customers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and question is, can you handle it? <laughs> yeah, probably. You, you know, know? There's ne one of my coaches says there's no such thing as too much business. You can always hire somebody else to filter them. And, you know, you think about it. I've got a realtor. Number one realtor in Dayton, Ohio is one of my clients. He's built his real estate company like a doctor's office. So when you list his house or when he lists your house for sale, he doesn't go look at it. You come into his office. He's got four offices. His people prep you. He walks in for 15 minutes and says, Mustafa, thank you for trusting us. I'm going to market your house. I'm going to sell your house for the highest price, the shortest amount of time with the least amount of effort. I'm so grateful. And they're like, well, don't you need to see my house? He's like, nope. Because he's a marketer. So he lists more properties because he's not driving around everywhere. People come to him, higher credibility. He has a process in place and he goes from conference room to conference room signing and just talking to people about the listing. He's like, great. Johnny's going to take care of you. I'm so grateful for your business. Thank you so very much. Oh, by the way, do you have a copy of my book? Take a copy of my book. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, even if they don't read the book, doesn't matter. You just, you just differentiated yourself from 5,000 other realtors in town who are just like, I'm awesome. I'll, I'll do a great job at selling your house. You should like, that's right. You should hire me. I have a virtual tour. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's like 100%. That's like, and like what my Michael, what you, what I love is what you and your team have put together with the process of the done for you. That yeah. is like one hour to how long, how long, how long of an uh, interview is it? Yeah. Great for it's It's so the whole process takes less than 24 clock hours of the client's time. There are a series of 90 minute interviews with your writer uh -huh. to get the content. Once you the content then they're going to go right. You're going to review and think so. Over a period of about seven months of working with us, you have less than 24 clock hours in the whole process. Love it. Love it. Michael, tell us about um, the credibility calculator and what's what the deal with that is. Yeah. So if I said, Mustafa, define credibility, right? And if I asked 20 people that question, I'd get 20 different answers. Same thing with marketing. When I wrote my book back in 2013, I Googled definition of marketing. And I got about, you know, a thousand different definitions. Most of them were academic. They made no sense at all. So I made up my own definition for marketing. Marketing is everything you do to gain, and you'll love this, retain a customer. So in credibility, because that's what I talk about, nobody can define it. So I looked at what, what does the prospect need to know to define you as credible or not? What's the criteria your customer is using? So we created the credibility calculator. It has 20 questions. It takes less than five minutes to go through it. And I will deliver to you a credibility score, zero to 100. And then we follow that up with five videos that teach you how to increase your credibility. It's really important for you to understand how credible are you? 
And how does your customer think of you? Remember early on when I told you that I published my book and I'd mail it to you and I'd walk into your office and you'd hire me? Why did that happen? Because I credibility. had instant credibility in your mind. Yeah. yeah. How credible are you? Take the credibility calculator. It's at our website. It's absolutely free. And get your score and then learn how to improve your credibility score. Love it. Now, gang, to get access to the credibility calculator, visit paperbackexpert.com. It is paperbackexpert.com. And uh, there's a link on top of the page. Click on it and you will. How long does it take, Michael, to do less, this? Less than five minutes. Yeah. 20 questions, five minutes quickly. You'll And are they going to get a score on, uh, on what's going to happen and what the results look like? Yep, we'll give you we'll email you the results. It'll say Mustafa, you scored a 37. And then you're going to have five videos that follow that up that help you understand how to take that 37 to a 47 to a 67 to a 97. Love Absolutely. It. Love it, love it, love it. So again, the link again is in the descriptions of the show. It is in the comments and you can go to if you're listening to this uh, paperbackexpert.com. Michael, what is your life mission in as few words as possible? My mission is to facilitate growth in organizations and individuals. Love it, love it, love it. Um, in the little time that we have left, can I ask you some personal questions? Oh, absolutely. What's a new thing you have tried recently? What's a new thing that I've tried recently? Um, I'm I am learning um, about investing in um, overfunded life insurance to build cash values, to be able to invest that, those cash values in real estate. So that's what I'm learning right now of how to build wealth through life insurance, properly funded, and in real estate. So we're reading all kinds of books and having conversations with lots of people. That is like way over my head, but that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. I've got a vision, by the way, you haven't asked me yet, but I've got a vision of a 200-year vision for my family and our business because my business isn't going to stop when I retire or die. I want it to keep going. My son, who's 26, runs the business with me. I want his children and their children to work in our family business and to provide education and healthcare and in houses and cars for them. So my vision is 200 years down the road, and I'm trying to build that right now. I love it. I absolutely adore that 200-year vision idea. This is beautiful. Yeah. Most people can't think of past tomorrow, actually. <laughs> yeah, that, you're right. We have limited vision here. Love it. Give me two of your favorite books. Well, the Bible is number one by far above everything else. Uh -huh. And then from a marketing perspective, I've got to give you two more from marketing. One is called The One Thing yeah. by, by Gary Keller. Yeah. And the other one that I think every listener needs to read is The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing by Jack Trout and Al Reese. I have read that book and it, it is an absolute must read for everybody. Yep. It will save you light years of headache in the marketing totally. world. Oh, totally. 100%. What's one advice that made a big impact in life or business? Uh, be yourself. Early on, Mustafa, I would not do video because I didn't have the right studio or the right lighting and I thought I had to be perfect. And I, I was trying to do video the way I thought you thought I should show up. Be yourself. When I started being Michael, everything changed. Things Be became yourself. a lot easier. It I've is. had the similar experience. When I'm in the business world, when I became myself, people are like, oh, 
this is actually a nice guy. Yeah, when I was I like myself, <laughs> they would call me all sorts of names, and yeah, it was just it was not there was no flow. It wasn't it wasn't a good experience. That's right. If you had a Facebook or a Google ad where everyone around the world with access to internet could see your message, what would your message be for people around the globe? It would be somewhere around, um, be yourself, tell your story. We all have a story that needs to be told that we don't tell. Okay, your story of, of being born in Iran and then being raised in Canada and having your family. Are you telling that story in your marketing to get people to bond with you? Because even though I wasn't, I don't, I don't have that same story. I was born in Indiana. I moved to Little Rock, Arkansas. And things, so I moved. It helps you connect. Tell your story and connect at the heart. Here you go. And I learned this from a marketing guy, Roy Williams. When you win the heart, the mind will follow. Reach the heart. Be yourself. Speak emotionally. Then bring the logic in. But too much, too much marketing is the other way around. Win the heart, the mind will follow. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Michael, is there anything that you would like to add that we maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about before we wrap up? Dude, we have talked about everything. Usually at the very end, the 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 one tip advice I always say is just be yourself. I've hammered that, I think. Be yourself. Let me know who you are in your marketing, on your podcast, in your videos, through your book. Be yourself. Tell me the background story. It's going to change your business. It's going to make things much easier, much more fun. Be yourself. Love it. Michael, this this was very valuable. You, this was a value bomb. You dropped a lot of amazing, valuable nuggets. Gang, uh, go to paperbackexpert.com. Get your assessment with a credibility calculator. Do reach out to Michael and his team. If you want to become, uh, become and establish yourself as an expert within your market and stand out and differentiate and make your client and customer acquisition a lot easier, do reach out, have a conversation and uh, tap into their knowledge and wisdom. I know a lot of people that are working with uh, Michael. The guy is a is is a master at what he does, and he's a systems guy. So definitely, definitely, at least worth having a conversation with. Yeah. Right, and then take it from there. Now, here, let me tr try this. What we came up with, and like I mentioned earlier, if you want to. I fill your calendar with my customers, cash, and a constant flow of referrals without picking up the phone. Type the word retention in a comment below, and we're going to send you the checklist to simple retention formula so you can achieve that easily and simply. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Michael, again. You're uh, so we will see you guys uh, next week on our next episode. Uh, until then, again, please like, like and subscribe to the show. Uh, if you have any questions for me or Michael, put them in a comment below and make sure you share this uh, uh, episode with someone else who could benefit from establishing themselves as an expert and establish and create their credibility. And we'll take it from there. You've been listening to Daily Conference for Entrepreneurs. Have yourself a great day. Thank you.